Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamer, Jake. What up, internet? Did you what? like that? That's your catchphrase. That's hey, catchphrase, what up, internet? Yeah, I've been thinking I mean, about it. It's not... It's kind of standard, I guess, though. Oh. I mean, like, what up, internet? It's, I think I've heard it before. Prob- look, it's a, it's a go-to, but... Yeah, I, I feel like know. it's look. I, a fan favorite, it. I guess. I can be like, "What okay. up, what up, PS community?" or something like that. I'll have I'll we start got tweaking. a name? Have we got a name for our what like up, small collection of fans? Press starters? I, is that press starters? What up, press starters? I don't know. We've that never actually cool. officially spoken about it, but I always know we are like, "Hey, we need to come up with a nickname." So maybe, yeah. maybe if you're listening and you're like, "We've got a sweet nickname," or if you're like, "Yeah, press starters," that's always what I've thought of myself. Then just let us know so we can really finalize this. Because I'm pretty sure we're like we're at the stage now where we need a name. We've got like what 50 50k plus across all our socials. We need something. Yeah, I agree. I think press starters sounds good. That one. Press starters. Yeah. yeah, this is why, Jake, this is why you are such a good host slash co-host, whatever role you're assuming at that point in time, because I, I forget the whole social engagement thing. I ah. forget to go, hey, Twitter gang, like, what do you, what do you have to say on this matter? You're nice. like, you're onto that, like you're onto that community engagement stuff, man. I respect Matt. that. Thanks, Matt. That's why we make such a good team. You know, you you, you you do all that logistical stuff. You edit the podcast, you come up with the scripts, you make sure people are just doing awesome and then you know i'm i'm backing you up mm. so well good. speaking of scripts jake i don't have one to this week we that's have no fine. agenda we're just gonna wing it but that's okay there we're has, two minutes in and we're it, doing great i should i should actually start though by apologizing for the delay in this podcast it is a couple of days late uh and i do feel bad about that we just had some scheduling errors um or scheduling difficulties i guess like we're all busy people we all have playing, you know switch. we have jobs and we have families and too much zelda too, too much, much Zelda. Horizon. Yeah. Truth if be told, you... we just were playing games and we just couldn't yeah. bother talking to each other. It's been a big month. I, I'm pretty sure everyone listening can, you know, uh, what's the word? Back us up for that because it's been Back a huge course, month yeah. of, of, of games. So. Totally agree. Well, let's start, Jake, with our, our fa- one of our favorite reoccurring segments here on the Startcast. It's, a, it's oh, a, yes. one of our personal favorites. It, we like to start episodes with it when we can. And that is the Crash Bandicoot update. Ooga Jake. Ooga. We ooga booga. We had nice. gameplay released this week. We did eight indeed. minutes. Eight minutes of gameplay. If you missed it, bloody glorious minutes. If you've missed it, go over to the website. It's all there. You can check it all out. Uh, it looks pretty awesome, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely, it does. Um, I it always astounds me, right? When I watch that, I'm like, what have they done? Like, it doesn't look different. And then you actually watch the original gameplay, and you're I like, know. damn. Like it's a it's a big trick. Like we're just we're too desensitized to graphics these days, right? Yeah. So I, it, I had the exact same reaction. I was like, this doesn't look that good. Like this looks how I remember it. Right. And then you go back and you look at that original gameplay, and it is total trash. It's like yeah. really sharp polygons Ugh. everywhere. Um, it's just weird how like your brain kind of works like that, I guess. But, but it does I look guess... really, really true to the original in well, I was, yeah, less I was on about a presentation sense. But like in terms of the mechanics and like the movement of Crash and stuff, looks very true. Maybe, maybe it's one of those things where they've just done such a good job to keep things so much of the same, but just really upping those graphics that you know we're like, oh, what have they done? Whereas mm. if maybe if it was another game that that you know was on PS One or something. Um, that would be like, oh, definitely, this has changed. But they've done a really good job. Like, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen any gameplay where I'm like, 
ooh, that looks new, or like, oh, I don't remember that being in the original. Like, it's literally just so good, wall-to-wall, like, exactly how I remember it. It's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Well, that is the good news. We got some good news with Crash Bandicoot there, but there was also some bad news in this past week, Jake. I don't know if I've seen this. What is it? Uh, Well, it's the refused classification of Outlast 2 here in Australia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I did see that. I know. It'd be nice to have Camilla on, like, last week. I think last week she was talking about how excited she was for Outlast 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah. Oh, she's, God. Sorry, This Camilla. is probably why uh, she's not here today. She's just uh, too heartbroken. Emotional um, wreck in the corner, the- rocking herself back and forth. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that'd Which, be it. Which, funnily but- enough, if she had played Outlast, she'd probably be doing that as well. So, Well, yeah, okay. So, have you read, read like, the reasons to why it was refused classification? I'm, I'm actually reading it right now. Okay, I'm going to vamp um, for you then. So... Okay. Uh, I'm I'm keen to hear Jake's opinion on this, and we'll get to Jake's opinion in a second, fellow audience. Um, but I, uh, in the process of editing one of these kind of late night style news videos that I do, I need a name. Twitter, if you've got a suggestion for a name for the show, let me know. Um, but I'm going to be discussing that in detail, uh, and I'm going to save the majority of my thoughts for that video because I'm quite proud of what I've done there. Um, but I'm keen to I'm keen to hear from from Jake and his thoughts, and maybe I'll sort of elaborate on mine a little bit more too. Mm. Um, Jake, did I give you enough time to read all that? There was actually quite a that quite was a actually big scene. Po- like perfect. Like oh, I had okay. kind of read the statement and it just had a uh, time to like kind of go through the 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 rest. Interesting. Mm. Did you did did you? I, I should have clarified. Did you read like the the full description of the scene in question? Yeah. I uh, or did scene? you read? Like, I, I read the, the like the little the... quote. It says uh, it's noted that it was refused classification because it breaks the following classification guideline. Yes. Okay. All right. Not what I meant for you to read, but oh, that's wow. fine. We'll, okay. we'll gloss past it because the only thing fill is fill me in. Maybe there's some people that haven't seen it. Go. Uh, okay, I'll describe it for you. So there's a scene. Yeah. There's a cut scene in question, um, which. Um, it, it, it quote implies sexual violence. I'm quoting the Australian Classification Board, who made this decision there. But uh, to be honest, I think it does a little bit more than imply. It seems pretty plain as day that you're stumbling across some kind of horrific ritual orgy, uh, oh, in wow. which the creatures performing the ritual involve the characters. I, s- I should s- say spoiler alert as well. If you like, if you're going to find a way to play this game, it might still get edited and released in Australia. We don't know. If you're concerned about spoilers, just mute us for 15 seconds. You stumble, you, you're in this cutscene, you come across this orgy, um, and your wife is being involved against her will, and you as a character eventually gets involved beyond your will. Spoilers over. Um, but it sounds pretty damn horrific to the extent where I've already seen like some commentary on the internet that regardless of this game was available in Australia or not, I'm not sure I'd want to play this game based on that that scene. Um, so Jake, just having described it for you there, like it, it sounds pretty horrific, but do you think that's deserved of being refused classification outright? See, this is the thing, right? Why... Why refuse it? Like, obviously, this kind of game is going to get an R18 plus rating. Mm-hmm. So, like, the reason, like, the little quote of, like, the guideline that it breaks, like, depicts, express, or otherwise deal with matters of sex, drugs, misuse, or addiction, crime, cruelty, violence, and revolting, or whatever that word is. Um, like, which is fair enough. Like, it sounds Apart. like that's, like, that's, yeah, it sounds like that, uh, that scene does 
involve that kind of stuff and if it's as horrific as it sounds definitely it would be disturbing to watch but i think at the same time they should take into account that one this is a horror game Mm. um and two it's definitely a horror game that's obviously uh aimed at like adult gamers Mm -hmm. like so that r18 rating would have been justification enough uh you know of a of a classification to go onto that game um and i think this is where australia kind of really falls down a little bit with the uh, classification this it's so mismatched you know things that have something equal uh to maybe that scene get passed but then other things that have less don't get through like it's just i i just feel like they really need to think uh, rethink who's on that board and who's really going through these um in comparison to maybe you know the the other boards around the world and how they do it as well but yeah i don't know that's that's kind of like my initial thought of it obviously like we know i haven't read through the whole other article with the uh uh details of the exact scene but what about yourself ewan i mean you've obviously kind of gone through it a bit do you yeah, think it's justified so, so i'm i'm hoping to get this video i mentioned done pronto um in which i weigh up the arguments for and against regulation classification of just content in general i suppose um it 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 happens to be an area of great personal interest to me it's an area that i've researched and uh and studied as part of my education too um for a number of years now um and i see both sides to the argument um Hmm. In, in the video, I sort of present both cases and I ultimately kind of ask for the press starters to make their own decision and sort of engage in that discussion. Because um, I, I think it's it's an important discussion to be had and one that I think involves the entirety of Australia. It's something that we all really need to, I think, mm. probably have some, like genuinely speaking, like some sort of like forum or some sort of like community discussion f- conducted formally. Um in a way to improve the system because clearly there's many stakeholders involved and, and people are understandably unhappy um, to, to the point where people are starting to question whether or not their rights are being infringed. Um, people throw around words like censorship and stuff. And I think there is some truth to that. Um, but I, I think we need to reevaluate the way we classify games. I think there is definitely a place for classification. Consumers, need to be informed as to the severity of the content uh, in what they consume. Um, Whether, again, whether that be movies or TV shows, um, it serves an important purpose in informing parents, like yourself, Jake, as to like Mm. what games or TV shows or movies they should allow their kids to watch slash play. Um, But perhaps we need to have classification without the outright refusal of classification. Uh, Because, you know, ultimately the majority of gamers are adults. The average ga- uh, age of a gamer in Australia is uh, in the mid-30s. Mm. Um, and uh, and those adults ought to be able to choose what they consume. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's probably what we need to do. We need to keep classification but rethink the refusal of classification. Absolutely. Um, but I think that we need to have, like, a, a proper discussion as a community, which isn't easy to do, granted, and that'll probably take years to do. Um, but something isn't working. Um, no. It might be a transparency issue, although I think, to the credit of the Australian Classification Board, they are quite transparent. Um, 
they have been quite forthcoming as to the specific scene in question. Uh, so I give, I'd certainly give them credit for that, but, um, you know, there's people unhappy ultimately though, like regulation is somewhat irrelevant in this day and age because you can just download it online. I mean, I hate to say it, but like they can't police digital exchange online. Like people are just going to switch regions on steam or, you know, God forbid pirate it. Like it's going to be how many, um, how many things to like, we, Everything is so accessible these days. So mm. yes, that scene in uh, in our I can't think. I do not know words today. The uh, the scene in question, like yes, it's bad. But I mean, how many horrific things do we come across accidentally on Facebook and that kind of thing as well? And um, and how many horrific things do we see like real world events on the news right? every day? Yeah, exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Um. So, and and yeah, again, I'm gonna. I feel like I have to keep saying this. You and say not, it, man. And not and not to our community because those listen listening probably already know they this. They know um, us. They know us. They, they know us. They get us, man. Yeah. You know, they vibe with us, right? Right, um, right, right. But there is no conclusive evidence that suggests that video games can affect you and your behavior. There's there's no absolutely. Like, there have there have been articles that have and research conducted that have said that they increase aggression levels there's also been a somewhat equal amount that say uh there there isn't um it's unethical to test that's true but australia's own uh, literature review like the australian government conducted a literature review on the research in terms of video game violence on aggression levels and they deemed it inconclusive uh that was part of the research that went in behind the introduction of the R18 classification in early 2013. Um, so, you know, the, the government themselves admit that that evidence is inconclusive. So just, like, feel like that constantly needs reaffirmed. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen some of our community sharing stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure some people shared it to our Twitter. There's been some articles floating around about that, and I think they came after the whole GTA thing. Mm. Um, but I think, like... Uh, who's some of our regular peeps? Lachlan Robertson, uh, Robbie Shenton, like those guys. I'm pretty sure I saw them popping up on out Twitter. Shout yeah. out to those boys. Um, you know, kind of sharing those kind of articles with us. So I, I definitely feel like it's a discussion point. But yeah, like you said, you and I don't think we're having that discussion as a whole community. Mm. Um, and I think it definitely needs to happen. So yeah, a, a lot of the conversation disparity. only involves gamers, and right. that's that's fine. But in a world where it no needs, one gets gaming. Yeah, it needs to involve the broader community because they, yeah. despite not being gamers, they still are parents. They're still concerned parties. And we need to be respectful of their their feelings and their opinions as well. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it needs to involve the broader communicate community. But we need to sort of inform them in uh, in like a... In, like, a relaxed way. Like, we need to not be sort of aggressive and too demanding. Like, we need to sort of lay out the facts as it is, state our interests, and, and have a reasoned discussion on this. Um, shout out, while we're doing Twitter shout outs, Jake, shout out to yeah. Matt at DDNet on Twitter or at the at the, the Twitter handle digitally download. Um, we, Stephen, myself, and him, or her, I'm assuming him with Matt, um, had a had a good sort of reasoned discussion on Twitter. We had different viewpoints. It was in regards to whether or not this amounted to government censorship or not. Um, we had different viewpoints, uh, but we had a very reasoned kind of uh, peaceful discussion on Twitter. And there's not a laughing on that Twitter. So shout out to him. Props to him for that. Um, nice. 
but you know that's like that's the, an example of any the conversation that needs to happen just sort of outside the gaming community or yeah. to a degree to a degree outside the gaming community absolutely but that was a hot topic jake lots of people upset about that indeed. look i look i look forward to seeing your video and seeing what it is all about <laughs> um horizon zero dawn is uh, a game that i'm enjoying thoroughly uh, jake i think mm. you're still waiting to play it you're a busy man i, I know that i am a busy man um, um but it's been very it. very successful it's sony's best-selling new franchise on the ps4 Absolutely. which is pretty and impressive. good on them like i mean we've said this entire time since the trailers very first came out you know that this looks like a game that is going to be awesome and Obviously, that got across to as many people as possible, and it was true in the end. Mm. As far as what I've heard from you guys and the rest of the gamers out there, like, props Sony for uh, doing something sweet. It's been a yeah. while. I like, yeah. in a while, I mean, like, that full, like, oh my god, this is a great game kind of thing. Yeah, like, it's been a bit weird with PlayStation exclusives, I guess. Like, they've been really sort of hit and miss. And, mm. like, some of the ones that you're a little iffy about have turned out to be really good. Like, I'm thinking of Until Dawn there. Um, yeah. Ratchet and Clank was also really good. And now we've got Horizon 2. Um, but you know that, like, The Order 1886 obviously was, like, super disappointing. So it's good yeah. to see, uh, like, a first-party exclusive come and be super successful. Especially for Gorilla, like, being the first game outside of the Killzone franchise. I think it's oh, really yeah, exciting great. to see it take off. I wonder if, like, I know they got, like, expansions and things um, looking like they're on their way, um, but I wonder if we'll see a sequel. Do you reckon we'll see a sequel? Of I Horizon. I played it, so do you think there is room for a sequel? Yeah. Uh, well, so I've not finished the main story, um, but, yeah, I, abs- I like, even if I had, I, regardless of how it ends, I reckon there's room or certainly scope for a sequel. Um yeah, I can definitely see them happen. I'd be surprised based on the early success. Oh, sorry, the success of this game. They're not already in like pre-production on that. Um, oh yeah, because uh, I think even before this game came out, they would have been planning for that just based on how this game would have looked internally and in their mock reviews and whatnot. I'd have thought they'd have been yeah pretty excited about this. And I think you can just tell that from the marketing behind the game. Like they've been yeah, and the years that they've been showing this E three and. You know, they delayed it as well. And so I, I reckon they were pretty confident this game was going to yeah. well, perform I mean, well, both critically and commercially. It's a cool concept. Like, oh, yeah. if we're looking at it from the surface level, like, cool concept. Um, I'm, I want to feel like, I want to say, like, I don't think we've seen it in a game before. But I mean, I feel like that's wrong. But maybe it just hasn't been well executed until Horizon. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, more good news there. We're getting some uh, some DLC added on to Horizon. Uh, but Jake got some more bad news. They're oh, remaking. God. They're or they're discussing rebooting uh, the Matrix. Oh, What's... I saw this. Oh my god! <laughs> what is this all about? Seriously? So, oh my god! So I was um I was walking to lunch uh, at work, and mm. Shannon's like, "Man, it's a slow news day." I'm writing about The Matrix. I'm like, why are you writing about The Matrix? Are they making, like, another <laughs> game? Like, I remember playing that game on... What did that come on? PS2? And I was like, this is a pretty cool game. You could use focus and stuff, and everything would slow down. So I was why like, are yeah, they making another game? <laughs> and then he was like, no, 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 no. They're thinking about rebooting a mov- the movie. And I was like, no. It's not even that old. Like, I feel like it's no. not that old. But when did it come out? When was the first one? Uh, it was, like, late 90s, right? God, Maybe? I don't, I'm going to Google this quickly. Yeah, the okay. Matrix I was about to do that, movie. too. Yeah, this seems dumb, right? Like, I, I was thinking about this. I'm like, all right, well... 1999. If they, if they, 
Like, if they did do this, who would they cast as Neo? Like, who replaces Keanu right? Reeves? Like, it just makes no sense at all. Um, yeah, it well, seems so, so dumb. And I feel like something... What, what part of made The Matrix special, and it was like the theatrical release was a little ahead of my time, but it mm. was kind of, like, quite mysterious, right? Like, what is The Matrix was part of the marketing. Um, I feel like it was 1999, just, right? So yeah, 2000 was, like, was coming up, like, the whole, like, yeah. millennial bug and that kind of thing. It was just, like, good timing for that whole, like, ooh, technology. Like, what is it? What will yeah, it become? Yeah, that digital skepticism. Like, it was totally, like, at, in the prime there, and it just doesn't, wouldn't make as much sense today. No, it would <sighs> be weird. Like, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. It, they do say well in our article. It, it says that it's rumored that like Michael B. Jordan uh, from Black Panther may be starring in the reboot fan franchise. But as Neo, I it doesn't say as Neo. Oh, like okay. we do not know. Um, Keanu Reeves said that he'd be he'd be up for uh, returning if it was the original creators. Um, so even then, like I don't think it is. I don't think any of the original teams coming back. No, um, in terms of crew, so I don't think he'll be on board. So who knows? They could do an actual reboot from like the very beginning, or they could do like a aftermath of what occurred. Yeah, but either this way, I'm, problem, I'm not. I'm not with, keen. With how big budget these movies are becoming, like it, it represents like such enormous financial risk to them that they're like playing it safe all the time, like using established mm. franchises and the hope that that's going to bring in an audience, but. I don't know. Like, people are really fighting against it. I feel like if they just kind of took the chance and more sort of original content, it would do a lot better for them. Did you? Yeah. Are you familiar with Edgar Wright? And, like, no. um, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim? Oh, I've those seen movies? those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's the director of those films, right? Nice. He, the, a new tra- a trailer like came Brian. out for his new film in the week as well. It's called Baby Driver. It looks okay. awesome. It's like an, orig- oh, an original story. It looks hilarious. And just like his props as a director, I'm like, I want to see more movies like this. Like, why can't there be a movie announcement like this every week instead of, oh, we're getting another Yay. King Kong and a Tarzan movie and oh, all God. the Disney princess up, movies are now Kong being live action. They're fight Godzilla as well. Yeah. So it's just oh. like, uh. I mean, I'm kind of excited for that. I'm not going to lie. That feels dumb for me to say, but... Part of me is like, that's kind of cool that they're bringing all these monsters into one universe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and no. I just wish there were better movies, you know? I was, I was trying to, I'm trying to Google like, because we've had so many reboots lately. So I was trying to Google like, what are some of the, like, the reboots that we've had? But like, they've come up with like 150 remakes in the past 20 years. I'm like, that's not what I want. But. <laughs> Yeah, it's becoming a thing, right? Like, what was yeah. the last one? Like, Ghostbusters. Um, they're doing... What's oh, it? Ghostbusters. Like, Baywatch is about to come off. Yeah, come the out. Baywatch movie kind of looks funny. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm contributing to the problem. I'm contributing but I'm sure problem. there's people out there that watch Baywatch as the show, and they're like, oh, they're just ruining the original. Yeah. The Rock's oh, not yeah, the half. Sure. The Rock's not the half. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some of that out. But yeah, it's I'm I'm with you. Why not just create new stuff like yeah. there are probably th- thousands of writers out there with original ideas like just hold like a mass conference and mm. like just 
just do some mad networking and finding the next like greatest writer with the They'll, greatest like, produ- movie these idea. producers will be getting sent scripts like no tomorrow every day ah. and they're probably just like tossing a bunch aside and you know going with these established writers that really haven't done anything that good like for years but have just worked on big movies um so their name is known like ah, it's so frustrating now as someone that like I guess has written film scripts themselves, but more importantly, knows a bunch of really talented people um, struggling to try and get into the industry. Like, I just wish people were taking more of a chance on newcomers. Um, oh, absolutely. I would, but in saying that, like, I don't know why they rely on franchises as much as they do like directors. I feel like people are pretty clued into like who their favorite directors might be, or even yeah. actors and actresses, right? Like, if they just went. Um, you know, from the people that brought the, well, I'm trying to think of a big movie. Um, nice. what was it that, you can um, do it. like Moonlight won best picture at the Oscars, right? From the yep. people that brought you Moonlight, it's such and such new movie. And like, well, yeah. I don't know why they don't kind of use that more often. It, I felt like it used to be that way. Like you'd have like Ridley Scott's new movie or Martin Scorsese's new movie. And to a degree, still like that. And people would go on that basis, but or do what they're doing with like the Alien franchise, right? Yeah. Like and go go to the way into the early beginnings where Prometheus made no sense, and you're like, what the hell was that movie? To like now, this next, what's the next one coming out? Uh, Covenant. Yeah, like that looks cool. Yeah. Right. And it yeah, starts to I explain totally that whole like how aliens became a bit. Like, why did not do that? Ooh. Jake, right? I didn't realize you were a mutual Alien fan. Like I. Yeah, like, I mean, how can you not be? Like, it's the badass alien, like, out of yeah. all the alien movies ever, like, it's definitely number one. Yeah, um, I, there's, there's, like, seminal franchises in my life, right? Star Wars is one, Indiana absolutely. Jones is another. Oh, um, one. Alien is one of them. Like, I... Nice. Admittedly, I've not actually seen Alien 3 or Resurrection, I think, was, like, the fourth, but I, yeah. I believe they're no longer part of the canon anymore. Um, it's just, like, Alien, Aliens, and then Prometheus, and, and then now Covenant. Um, but, yeah, man, I love those movies. And I didn't hate Prometheus, despite what everyone was saying I, about mm, it. I just walked out being like, what did I just watch? I'm like, yeah. to, I mean, to I was be totally tr- to truthful. It. Like, I did enjoy kind of reading other people's thoughts and what they thought it kind of meant and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like, it was definitely a conversation uh, attractor. But, mm. um, yeah, I don't. I, it was one of those ones where it's like, I shouldn't have to walk away from a movie and try and work out all the pieces to the puzzle. Like, True. It, should, it should give me enough that I'm like, ooh, did this mean that? But not enough that I was like, ah, what meant anything? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. As like a big Alien fan that I am, I was like trying to pick it apart and like see all the connections to the Alien franchises because it wasn't like immediately obvious, right? Like it was kind of a bit, a bit subtle. Um, but yeah, I I kind of enjoyed that aspect of it. But super excited for Covenant because it looks like it's sort of returning to the sci-fi horror roots. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, can I? I thought I'd bring up something with you because this okay, definitely sure. was a was a conversation. Uh, Goa talking about slightly still bad surprises. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's title it that. Um, right. But did you see the cost of uh, a certain ticket for the EB Expo? Ah, oh, I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I wondered if we uh, should discuss this. Um, Look. Well. Yeah. What be- what ticket are we talking about, Jake? Well. Like it's not the general admission Saturday ticket because that's forty nine ninety five, and it's not the Sunday one because that's the same <laughs> price. It's the ultimate gamer pass, um, not 
not 60, not 70, not 80, but $449, um, which is just... Like, Buy a, a Switch! <laughs> yeah, that's a big jump, right? And like, Shannon was like, oh my God, because I was like, do you think that's a good deal? And he was like, yeah, but he was being sarcastic, but it was in a message. So I was like, what the hell? I was like, dude, that's... <laughs> Okay, I just, sure. I, I didn't realize, like, I, I just, I'm looking at our article now. Uh, I, I didn't realize that they were like the three ticket offers. Like, it yeah, jumps right. from being 50 bucks to 450 <laughs> bucks. Like, how does that, you, why is there no, like, mid tier ticket? I, I don't know. Like, that's what it's like. You could buy for $100, you could go to both games, uh, both yeah. games, both days, but then for. And only $350 more, you could go to both days plus, like, these weird options. Like, you've got things like exclusive Gamer Friday program, whatever that is, uh, Gamer Lunch, hosted by John Robertson, uh, two-hour uh, exhibition se- uh, session, so not open to the public, which is kind of cool, but also, I mean, how many people are going to buy these tickets? So it might be, like you're waiting to get on to something for like 30 minutes anyway. So it might not be a good deal. And then like things like lanyards and swag bags and things like that. It's like, a that's chill not out worth. Room. Yeah. Chill out. That's not worth 450. Like we could go chill out outside. We don't need a room to chill out. Yeah. Like, I guess it's like, if you want the whole VIP treatment, do you get, is there like separate queues? Did you say there was, like um, there's things like early, there's early access to the EB store. Expo store. I mean, that might um, be worthwhile. Like if they had like limited edition stuff, like I remember, yeah. I remember going to EB Expo as a fan and seeing the people with these passes and going, what knobs? No, I'm joking. Um, but, um, <laughs> like I remember going in pretty early on like the first day and I saw a pandemic edition of the last of us. And I was like, holy crap. Um, and by the time, like, I composed myself to go and grab it, like, it was gone. Um, so if they have, like, kind of one-off limited edition things like that, maybe that's worthwhile. But that, I mean, that's just spending money to go and spend more money. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, they do have this two-hour exclusive um, session for, I guess, the whole exhibition where it's not open to the public. But, that's I mean, cool. there's still going to be press there. There's still going to be the amount of people that have bought that ticket. Like, what if they sell 200s of these tickets there's still 200 people in the you know in crowd that you're yeah did they say how behind. many of these tickets they were selling because that, uh, no. that'd be a big like determining factor i would say in right you know whether or not you should buy them like yeah if there's no. a thousand of these tickets it's like well okay it's not really worth it is it but no yeah I it's, know. it's it's a little bit crazy i'm sure some people will buy them though maybe i but mean you if could like how much were those how much were the e3 tickets they're selling to the general public this year. I feel like they were like two fifty US. That'd probably be that's I, about four hundred Australian. Like go to E three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Shannon made that comment as well. He's like, you could go to E three for that. And I'm like, yeah, that's like that's worth it. Yeah. To, like, granted, if you're like in Australia, you'd have to fly to LA and get I'll a combination and whatnot. Of it. But make, yeah, like exciting. if you're prepared to drop that kind of money, like you're clearly doing a ride. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. If you're listening and you're like, you know what? No, I love the Ultimate Gamer Pass. Let us know. Let us know why as well. What is it? Is it the lanyard? You could probably get pa- a, a pass, flights to Melbourne, and accommodation in Melbourne for packs at a rate similar to that. Maybe a little bit more. But yeah, 
Oh, you come yeah. close. I get it. I get like I get it though, man. Like if you had if you had the money and that was fine, like just kind of having that <sighs> VIP experience and sort of being like in that space and having those extra perks, like that'd be fun. Uh, I'm not like if if that yeah. was available to me as an option, I like I'd want well, to it do is. it still. It know. is available to you, Ewan. I'm sorry, I unplugged my headphone. Oh, did you? you nice. Um, I am talking. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I said it is available to you. You said if it's an option for me, and it is. Well, yeah, yeah, no. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> You're like, damn it, you got me on that one. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. It is what it is. It is what it is. Are you going to go, Jake? It's in your turf, more or less. Well, I, I, feel, I feel like I have to go because I have to rep PS yeah. crew. Yeah, it's um, true. Be nice to have a friend, though, Ewan. Yeah. I think about yeah. it. <laughs> uh, I've heard bad things about the EV Expo in recent years. Oh God. Well I've never been I'm sure, so I'm sure I'm knock it until I try I'm just, it. Just being devil's advocate. Uh well Jake, obviously we're not gonna have a um what the wiki this week, just being the two of us. I think I some, should get a point. Some duo. Anyway. Get a point. You know what? Yeah. Jake, you can get, get a, a point. point by default. I'm gonna give you a point. Thank you. Because you, you're here on the podcast with me. I you went to that extra bit of effort. I'm going to give you a point. Thank you. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, oh, Wiki Master. Yes, I won. <laughs> yeah, in your face. I'd love suck if it, you just Camilla, win by default. It, no. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, with that, let's uh, draw close to what was episode 93 of the Startcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or the podcast service of your choice. Just search the Startcast. Follow Press Start on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, you name it, at press.au, as well as visiting the site, of course, at press.com.au. I've been your host, Ewan. You can follow me on Twitter at UNT Roxborough. If you want to be part of the conversation, tweet either myself or Press Start uh, and let us know what you would like us to discuss or what your opinions are on any of the topics we've discussed today. It's been my absolute pleasure to be joined by none other than Jake. Yes, yes, yes. It. I'm sure it has been a pleasure. I'm pretty cool. Um, but you can join me on my socials at underscore Jake Barros, B-A-R-R-O-S, Twitter, especially the Instagram, guys. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. My Instagram, your Instagram is pretty game good. Is, is the, good. What was I'm the go with your snap story the other day? You were like oh. walking down the street, just contemplating life. Well, <laughs> right. It's this concept that, because it, like, I don't know about you, Ewan, but do you think, like, it feels like, like oh, this week. is. We should have started the podcast with this. This is it. You've reminded me what it was now. Yeah. Go on. Go on, Jake. Okay, Tell so us your story. I'm pretty sure you can agree, and everyone listening, like the uh, last couple of weeks, they've gone pretty quickly, right? Yeah, they have. That's true. Right. So it's this whole concept of like, what if time is going quicker? Like, what if something like the world is spinning quicker, making days and night and that cycle, and we're orbiting the sun quicker than usual? Therefore, time is indeed speeding up. That's why it feels like it. So then it kind of sparked the idea of like, well, what if time's been speeding up for a, like quite a while? So way back in the day where the human lifespan was like 30 years, what if technically it is still 30 years, but because, you know, the earth's been spinning faster, it just feels like it's actually 80 or 90 years instead. Bam. Do you Mind realize blown. how insane you sound? So insane. I said that in my story. I said, I'm going to sound so dumb. But when you also but think time, about it... Time is relative. S- Regardless of how quickly the earth was spinning, time would is feel it? the same. I don't know. Would it, man? Time is a human-made concept. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's constructed within our brain. Like, if we were on the moon, time would feel like it was passing at the same rate. 
Like time is relative to then us. How come, it, so far, how come it feels like it's been passing super quickly? Have you not watched Interstellar? I, I may I have, and I'm not getting into a whole like gravitational pull <laughs> kind of discussion here. That's not what this co- podcast is about. Um, but but time, Jake, time passed at the same time for them while they're on that planet. But the guy in the ship, it was seven years for him, Jake. It was seven years, mate. That is not a documentary. So that is a concept that they've it's come up with. And it's as close as we get to reality. I've come up with really. a concept about time here as well. So you can either take it with a grain of salt or you can uh, find I it look as... look forward to reading your thesis, Jake. Did you look at my Insta story this morning about my fun fact? No. Should I watch it now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, while you're watching that, I'll tell the listeners. So... The Fun Fact Friday, uh, tune in every Friday, uh, underscore Jake Barros on Instagram. Um, It is all about the fact that if you wear headphones for an hour or at least an hour, um, it increases the amount of bacteria in your ears by 700 times. So that's disgusting. And yeah, that was what it was all about. I'm not getting bored here for some reason. What have I done? Oh, I'm muted. I don't know. Hang on. Nice, vamping, nice, nice. Oh, God. So, yeah, I mean, if you've been, you've probably been listening to this podcast with headphones in, which you're probably at some point, you've either already ripped your headphones out or you're still listening uh, to me just ramble to try and fill in this time. Um, <laughs> so, either way, it's disgusting. And uh, yeah, you can find out more fun facts on my Instagram uh, at underscore Jake Barros, just to pimp it that third time. Um, I expect to see uh, a lot more followers considering there's probably thousands of you that listen to our podcast. So um, that would be nice. All right, sure. Jake. So fun fact, fun fact. Yeah. yeah, fun yeah, fact yeah. Fridays, right? Right, um, right, right. I was trying to get the audio working my phone to watch a Snapchat and yeah. I just realized that, let me go back. When I have a shower, Jake, I hook I'm, a little Bluetooth, like a little, <laughs> enjoy yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I take a little Bluetooth, like waterproof, showerproof speaker and I hook it over mm. like the edge and I listen to music in the shower. Nice. My phone's still connected to my Bluetooth speaker. And so I couldn't hear the snap story because it's right. currently it blaring out of the speaker in my shower. <laughs> Is there someone in the shower? Um, Actually, my brother was in the shower a second ago. That might have been awkward. He might have been showering, and then my voice came out of nowhere being like, hey, fun fact Friday. <laughs> Do you know if you listen to... So what you were saying, you're talking about bacteria caused right. by your headphones. So for yourself. That's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. I, no, and I was kind of listening now. to you. So it's, oh, it's, yeah. you said 7,000 times. It, no, 700 times. 700 so times. At least an hour increases that bacteria by 700 times. So hmm. yeah, gross. That's interesting. At I've least got a an great hour. one. F- I got so a great for every one for hour. Week, does too. it multiply by an extra seven hundred times? Maybe I don't know. The fact didn't have that um, in it. It was just oh, that yeah. one fact. I um, don't want to give too many facts away. So who knows? We mm. might have a sequel to that fact in later weeks. I do wear earphones a lot, and I have had ear infections in a couple of instances. Mm. Clean mm. those ears, buddy. Clean. Yeah, I got to get those uh, little cotton bud on a stick things. Little. The cotton bud kebab ear sticks tips. and get them Q-tips. Thank yep. you. Um, and yep. jam them in my ears, give them a bit of a cleaner so often. Yeah, nice. You need an adult more so adult. you know what that's, those things are called. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, we did wrap up this podcast about five minutes ago, so should we yep. get out of here? Yeah. Well, we've now gone into our side podcast yeah. just about <laughs> press general start life after hours. Yeah, press start thoughts. Ear bacteria. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. gross. Shall I, shall I call the... 
the episode here, Bacteria? Um, why not? Why not? Until next time, happy gaming. Goodbye, internet. Press starters. Press starters. Oh, press starters. Yeah, we've decided on that. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a call. All right, see ya. Oh, bye. <laughs>